ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. It is 9.01 on the Mike Calter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Bop, 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 bop. I sat here for 15 minutes and didn't pee, and now I have to pee. <laughs> you know what's so funny is Carmen just like, we're back in one minute. She goes, I'm so fast. Mm. She got back with like 15 seconds left. <laughs> you okay. pee in the drinking fountain? <laughs> <laughs> she, she's taking a view. Oh. Fast runner. Can I tell you something that I did that's kind of gross? Please. Okay. We, we went on a um, on a road trip, and we had to just stop at a disgusting gas station that smelled like fried food and all that when you walk in. It wasn't like a racetrack or a Wawa or something. It was just some mom-and-pop disgusting place at where they get mad at you when you walk in. You're like, how you doing? And they're like, hmm. They're about my, to close. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter was younger, and she had to pee really bad, and I don't ever let her go into a bathroom by herself. So I took her in the men's room, which is a one- it was just a one toilet stall. I mean, one toilet room. But I took her in the men's room with me, and then she's like, I got to go. I'm like, I got to go. And she's like, I really have to go. And I go, Daddy really has to go. And then I'm like, well, Daddy can kind of hold it. I don't want her to pee her pants. So she went. And then while she was going, I could not I could not wait anymore. So I utilized the sink. Oh, oh that's And gross. my daughter thought that was the funniest thing. She <laughs> Carmen, can I just tell you something? It is gross. But and I wouldn't do that like in a Chili's or something right. like that. But this was the most disgusting sink that I ever had. And you know my rule: I only wash my hands when I leave the bathroom. For number one, if the bathroom is cleaner than my pee pee, right. if it's not cleaner than my pee pee, dirty. I don't. Your pee-pee. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like I'll, I won't go to a sink and touch that sink. Because you want to get out of I'd there. I'd rather have my pee pee on my hand than the dirty sink on my hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you right. said you only wash your hands if the bathroom is cleaner. Yeah. Than your pee pee. Got it backwards. No, no, he's no, right because if I'm you right. go into a dirty truck stop, you don't want to touch. I'm not touching anything. their sink. Oh, you yeah. don't want to wash your hands. Okay, I'd okay. rather yeah. have the remnants of my pee pee on me than the remnants gotcha. of that gray gas gotcha. station. So you just dirty the right. So this thing, had the, <laughs> the sink was cracked. It was broken. It had no soap and no towels in there. And I was like, I'm just using it. I'm just using it. And I did. Now every time I take my daughter to the bathroom, now she's nine. She goes, "You're gonna go in the sink?" I go, "No, I'm not gonna go in the sink. It's not happening now." Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm talking about this in front of a guest. We have a guest in the studio named Andy Signore. Andy, Andy, Warren. have you peed in the sink? <laughs> <laughs> he can. Oh, you know what? I don't think you're thinking. Say hi, Andy. Hello, welcome. Okay. Hey, yeah, much better. Um, Andy uh, has a website called Popcorn Planet, which we, you can check out on YouTube and everywhere else. And Andy is uh, a pop culture guy, and most recently has. Has been following and commenting and updating on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Now, do you decide? Well, you, we'll get to why you have a little bit of a, a vested interest in this story. But do you um, do you look at like what's next on your thing that you would cover? Like now, like what are you looking at for the future? Well, I mean, the Johnny Depp one was one we covered through the UK trial, so that was one we knew. Okay, was coming. so you were like, prepared for I, that, and yeah. that's why I think it did well. Is because we I knew a lot of the evidence coming in. I knew a lot of the experts. Uh, now, let me let me interrupt you for a second. Yeah. I will tell you so. Um, I watched some of it in the studio after the show because it was on every day, and uh, we loved it. It was fun, but I'm not sitting around in my living room watching it. So I did, later on in the day, go to YouTube and would just watch highlights on YouTube of the good stuff. So you guys took that and really capitalized on that. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of channels that just watched the trial and yeah. commented, and they did great, and no disrespect. I, I, I just I knew there were going to be so much of that that I thought, how can I 
make something more, you know, just better and yeah. make a better show. And so we decided to do a recap. And so at the end of every trial day, we would go live. And I had a team of volunteers and people who were stepped up because of the cause. And we would just edit the best of each witness. And then we'd put on an hour-long show after each trial so day. So you would actually play the highlights and yeah. then talk about I mean, them? I was editing them literally. Wow. Like a real, like a court was, TV kind of thing. It was hell, Mike. Yeah. All through that trial. Not only watching it, but the note-taking and getting everybody and then editing it. So I really wanted to try and do like a broadcast thing. After each trial day to give, because I knew everyone could, like you, like you couldn't yeah. sit there and watch eight hours. But I do want to know, and I do want to know yeah. all the funny parts. I want to so know we all would, the good I would stuff. do standalone videos of like the big moments, and then at the end, I started letting people know, like, join us after every trial day to get your recaps, and it started blowing up. What was the biggest uh, thing of interest in there? Because there were a lot of moments. There were moments where they made, uh, you know, that one guy from TMZ made their lawyer look stupid. Oh, there was God. time where Johnny was laughing. There was that weird guy that kept doing the mouth thing on there. Dr. Spiegel, yes. Yeah, like what was the, what was the thing that people flipped for the most? I mean, there, I mean, there's so many. The poop on yeah. the bed is oh, the clearly what everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is talking about. That was the moment. I mean, there were so many throughout. I mean, I think... What do you... Did she poop on the bed, do you think? Uh, I think... I, a lot of theories. I think the one I think I agree the most to is someone pooped in the toilet and then they took it out of the toilet and that's placed it on the bed. Oh, that's even out. crazy. Yeah, because I, I, I don't. I just can't. I, as much as I do think she's a psychopath, I'll say it. I don't think she would have squatted on the bed and done it in front of everybody else. And if she did, I would watch that. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm not into. Uh, I'm emailing well, you a website right now, Mike. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not into that. I'm, I'm just what? saying. If you, I would, when you just, I just pictured Amber Heard squatting on a bed, and I was like, oh, that's not so bad. all right. So anyway, so um, I used to be there until I, I really learned about her. And then, don't you agree? Like people can become ugly on the inside. Oh, oh yeah. And oh, then yeah. suddenly you're like, wow, sure. that was a really pretty yeah. person, and she's no longer pretty. These guys yeah. will tell you there was a local girl that I was obsessing over. I thought was so hot and so pretty. And then we met her, and I was, and Carmen, all right? Carmen, I never went back again. I never mentioned her again. Just totally turned me off with that yeah. personality and all that. Um, yeah, so that definitely happens to people. And, but with her, though, I only, in my mind, I only saw her sitting there looking silent and dumb, which is kind of like how I like my ladies. So I didn't mind her so much. She just, she still just sat there and looked pretty, that, that, Lawyer though is just horrendous. Like, what do you think the thought process Elaine. was there? You're talking about Elaine, the her lawyer. Yes, her right. lawyer. Like, yeah, because Johnny's lawyer was pretty hot. Yeah. But no, but like, like, okay. So I've been to court before, and when you hire a lawyer, of course, I have Dominic Ferriello, the great Astadom, as my immediate mm-hmm. lawyer for things that are. But when uh, it takes something else, or that's not in his area of expertise, I go to Dom, and I go to other people I trust them, and I say, who is the guy I hire? What did she do? Did she go to Craigslist? Did she go? What's everybody saying? Like she just got the. I I mean, I've been to. I've seen my lawyers be better lawyers than that. My stepmother is a lawyer. I've seen her be brilliant compared to what this woman was doing. I couldn't. I could imagine my stepmother stepping in the last minute and doing a better job than this woman did. Well, I think it's telling of like that. Look who the client was, right? Because they had to defend her, and the reality with Amber was like she just was. She was a very difficult client. Yeah. So it's like, I'm mad at Elaine now. I wasn't mad at Elaine or Rottenborn, her lawyers, during, because they're doing their job. They're, and she was, Amber was giving them post-it notes. Through the whole, we got videos of it. Just, yeah. And I'm sure they were the dumbest post-it notes. Like, he's lying! Like, yeah, but that, that is, was helpful when you're a lawyer. You listen, know? though, that ha- they, when you go to court like that and you're there, your lawyer tells you. Like, I remember I went one time, they gave me a pad and a paper, and they say anything you 
they're saying that's a lie or contradicting, write it down and tell us. So they do ask for that. Although God knows what she was what she was writing on there. Uh, I'd love to see that. There, that dude, we did a video where we noticed she was ghostwriting. She oh, literally really? didn't oh, put the yeah, pen to yeah. paper. Yeah. So she, we caught her like not writing anything. Crazy. Fake writing. So that, I think that was what people gravitated to is just the testimony of her is really where, for me, it switched the most. I had heard the audio tapes. I imagine you had heard the audio tapes. Yes. And it was That's really telling. That's she sounded like a psychopath. Yeah, and, and not letting him leave arguments, like really gaslighting him to mm-hmm. a degree, and, and just crazy. Like it just was like I felt uncomfortable. And, and what really I think pivoted in our coverage and what I think the, the narrative switched was when she took the stand and we just didn't believe her. And it wasn't about like, I, I want to believe women. I get it, but I'll explain why I don't soon. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, we should believe everyone who tries to come forward, but we got to believe more in due process and hear both sides. Right, which and, we for know for years we kind of forgot about, and a yeah. lot of people lost their careers over it. Um, I Yeah, I, I am... I am never, uh, I find myself doing it more on the show, victim shaming, but I, I do always want to find out. But you have to dig deep. You can't just take someone on the surface because, as you full well know, you can ruin somebody's life. And even if later on they're cleared over it, it doesn't matter. You can't go back and do mm-hmm. it. All right, so let's start with your story. Where, where are you? Uh, on, uh, were you strictly online doing all your stuff there when all this stuff went down? I made a channel called Screen Junkies, which was pretty popular. Very we had six popular, million. Yeah. We did a show called Honest Trailers, which people may remember. It's still on. Um, but I created that show. A buddy of mine helped me. He's a co-creator. He helped me do it. Um, I was really proud of that show. We huge success. We had Ryan Reynolds showing up to do the Deadpool Honest Trailer. I had really? the Russo brothers who did Captain America. So, like, and what did you guys do? We we would it was just a parody trailer show where we would do an honest trailer like the the, the honest movie trailer because marketing's never honest right and so it was a format idea I had and we sort of built it and it took off and then I, as we were building that channel I did a show called Movie Fights which was like let's do like political debate but about movies and yes. it became another pot we had Kevin Smith and uh, Seth Rogen came on like it became a very popular show how do you so I, I I'm curious about this. It's hard to book guests on this show, and this show is a number one show that reaches three million people a day. How do you call up and, and say, uh, "Yeah, we do a podcast"? And, and I mean, we had millions of views. We were in L.A. Um, they were oh, promoting their movies. Okay, yeah. L.A. helps. I know yeah. I'm in Tampa now. No disrespect, but yeah, I mean, when they, when you have the views and you have if it's on YouTube, the the studios want them on sometimes, the or it's a favor. You know, I, I I pushed for Kevin for a long time. People kept bugging him. I'm, I'm sure your fans have done that for guests, too. And then they're like, yeah, when yes. I'm in Tampa, I come. There's, the studios uh, do recognize, and they did early on, that the online uh, community was very valuable to them. And they did uh, do a lot of stuff there. Even if it was just stuff, the viral videos that they made, they realized early on that that was great for marketing. And no probably one came, way cheaper. Yeah, no one came just because. They came because they were promoting or someone right. I knew hooked me up. Like Elijah Wood, I, I took forever to get him, but we got him on to debate Best Lord of the Rings movie, which was so fun because he's that's a nerd. A, that's a great view. I, I, so we have these friends that do this uh, deep inside the music where they break down tracks of music songs, and I always tell them the thing that's going to put them over is when they get somebody from one of these bands to do it with them. Mm-hmm. That's really, I mean, if I was watching Elijah Wood debate a uh, Lord of the Rings, that's fantastic. Yeah, and he's a movie. He's so smart. I love him. He's a great movie nerd, and it was great to have him on there debating the movie. So uh, you get the idea. We were having a lot of, for YouTube especially, yeah. the movie channel was doing a lot of success. 
And, you know, I, I had been starting getting offers. Other, I don't, I don't want to name them all, but celebrities were coming after me. Like, I, I'd, I'd become pretty successful at this company I worked for. I was an SVP there developing other channels. And I built another channel called Man at Arms, uh, Me, which is a show called Man at Arms I'm really proud of, which right. is blacksmiths creating, like, the weapons from video games in real life. Oh, wow. Which was a really popular show as well. So I, I had a lot of, whatever, I won't bore everybody with all my resume, but... I will I will hype myself up and say I was very pop, good at what I did. Right. And then uh, it was literally in October 2017. Um, I woke up one morning and I got a, there was a tweet. It was a tweet that said um, this guy tried to uh, in front of me. Tried to pull a Louis C.K. Yes, okay. and it was incorrect. And I wasn't worried about that, but I was like, oh Jesus! And it was starting to get some traction from my haters. So in, incorrect, where you had, you didn't did you know this person or you did not know the person? This person claimed to be an intern. The media spinned it as like, oh, this was a Screen Junkies intern. This was a person I worked with years prior to Screen Junkies on a web series I did. Right. And she was my costume designer. And there was like some a moment of mutual flirtation that we had. Um, like me and I'll, I'm going to own up what I did, but I'm, in this situation, yeah, it was just a, it was a stupid. She showed me some burlesque photos, right? Of I her, was like, yeah, of her. So, okay, right away, that's a, to me. Yes, that she's that is if. And so I don't know if there was nudity, or there was definitely there uh, was nudity. almost nudity. Okay, <laughs> so hey, Andy, let's look at these naked pictures. Yeah, and okay. I, I, granted, now my problem is I was married. I've owned that up, and I'm going to own it as I tell the story. So I am married, and I am very interested in looking at naked pictures of other women. Mm-hmm. And my wife, for the most part, doesn't care about it. She Find my, my wife did. She cared if you just looked at pictures. Yeah, she wouldn't. She wasn't cool with. She wouldn't have been cool with the activities I was. Just the way I was speaking and things. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get that. Uh, um, but that that I think is a personal thing between totally. you and your wife. Like, Correct. No one's business. Right. Exactly. It's nobody's business. That's why. Like uh, last night, I was sitting on the couch and some girl had a thing on Snapchat. And I turned. I looked at my wife and I showed it to her and she was gross. And I, that's it. That's yeah. the extent of our. That's it. Okay. So you uh, you're you're flirting with this girl, the burlesque girl who Not barely this right. girl was. Was nothing to me. Nothing. To, uh, there was nothing there. It was someone. I, and I, we had, we had actually moved on from that weird moment, and kept working. We did a show together, like a very limited YouTube show. I did nothing massively popular. Years pass. The uh, the the real accuser. You knew met her somehow. They connected stories, uh. and this other accuser, April, came forward and then said on Twitter that I attempted to assault her on multiple occasions. Sexually assault her. Yes, and that's when. That's when it hit the fan. When there's one, there's one. When there's two, there's fire. Correct. And it's so backstory, the my they she had come to my employer and and lobbed this complaint. So my the HR, legal, all of them came talk to me and I'm like, "Whoa, I brought my own lawyer to be safe." This is the and one I, that said that you assaulted her. Correct. Okay. And no, it's, yes. And I was like, "This is nonsense. This is not true." I literally, I brought my lawyer. My wife didn't know that I had a, an affair with this girl, but right. I didn't want it to destroy my family and everything because even if I had to sort that out with my wife eventually, I was like, "I got to pay the support. I got to sure, support sure. my life." And so I brought I shouldn't tell my wife, but I went to the employer. I brought out the text. I showed this woman not being honest. So let they me, believed me. Let me ask you this, not knowing anything. So you had an affair with this woman. How long was the was the uh, assault claim after? Did the affair end? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to give you the fast version. She, We met at a Comic-Con. She flirted. We, we hooked up. We, we didn't hook up there. Right. She then came out later and wanted to visit and be on the show. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll hook up. You want to hook up? And yeah, all right, come on yeah, the show, yeah. whatever. And uh, so she was a big fan of all. Oh, oh yeah. And well, the the short version is she. I I then told her, hey, go hook up with our uh, board engineer because <laughs> he was slipping in her DMs and wanted to be with her next. Right. 
idiot me, like that's what the downfall was because I think she didn't want to be the sloppy off. seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then she had to lie to him that, oh, well, I wasn't with him. I, I, he forced it. Yeah. And so that's when stuff really hit the fan. But what's it's important part of the story is my work knew. Yeah. My work knew. I showed them the text. They were okay. They believed me. Things changed when the day after Ashley Judge spoke about Weinstein and these women went public. Everything went out the window. It didn't matter what was true, what it was, was a different real. world the next day. And they immediately, why, did, why didn't they do anything? They knew, oh my God. And, and April spun it and knew she could spin it, like I think Amber Heard's doing. Yeah. She spun it in a way to, like, to her advantage. And she literally was like, if any woman has anything to say about Andy, come forward. We will believe you now. And people were coming forward like, I was a writer there, a freelancer, and Andy farted on me once. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's literally how it started. Yeah. It, just, it, was, it was wild, but... I can't explain it. I, I I was trending everywhere, and I was nobody. Like I was, po- you know, I was somebody, and I had and you success. had your niche of of success and popularity. Yeah, but, but to now be like the trending on Twitter, and my photos there, and they pick the darkest photo, most menacing photo yeah. I mean, they can find. And, and and this is just one girl making this claim. Now the other girl, the the burlesque girl. She didn't have any merit. You didn't have a sexual, physical relationship no. with her. And she just claimed I was creepy. Like, there was nothing. Like, if that had just come forward, we would have moved on. And but I, she claimed that you masturbated in front of her. I wanted to. That you wanted. Yes. Now, how does she know you wanted to? Did she say you said you asked her if you could do I, that? Honest, exactly. And I yeah. talk about it in my, my video I post. I, don't, I really don't even know what she's talking about. It was okay. just a... I don't know. Maybe she was uncomfortable because I was married, and then she tried to change it. I, I still can't figure out her motives either, but she clearly... I just think she was also unhappy in her profession, like, didn't get anywhere with yeah. it. I, I don't know. I don't want to shame. It is no, what it is. No, no, I'm no, frustrated I'm, with her. I'm more frustrated with the other girl who literally was like, he tried, tried to assault me, which never happened. And I, I had texts that were like, come back to the room. Right, like, right, it, was, right. it was pretty and Clearly egregious. she was happy with the Correct. With what you guys were doing. So uh, so now when, the, when uh, the world changed with the Me Too thing, we realized that a lot of these women were not being taken seriously, and there have been a lot of mistakes made in the past, so to make up for that, it seems like they just took every woman's word for it in the future, and that is where guys like you ended up getting screwed. Yeah. So uh, when it makes its way to Twitter, how soon until your wife starts hearing about this? I don't know. I mean, she's... I had to tell her before she woke up. It was a really, and I, you know, I, I tried not to talk about the, the, the marriage parts of it just because yeah. I don't want to get her reinvolved in the story. What? Look, I cheated on my wife with multiple people. I was a scumbag when I did that. Okay. I, I was. Well, unha- you was... seem like a young guy. How old are you? Yeah, I'm not a young guy, but thank you. I'm, uh-huh. I mean, 42. You're 42 um, now, but how long ago was all this stuff going down? Uh, it was it was five years ago, so I was still in my 30s. Okay, so that's a relatively young, young guy. And how guy long still. have you been married at that point? 16 years. You were married now? Well, no, I mean, then I was married for 16 years. Okay, and that I, explains a lot, though. You got married, yeah, and you got I was, married young, and you. I was an idiot. You're not wanted, the hottest guy I've ever seen. So no, all of a sudden, all these girls exactly. Are all yeah. these hot nerds are all over me, and I, yeah. I was, I was been there, buddy. Yeah. I've been there. I know what you're saying. Look and, at this and that's idiot. really what it was. Was like a, just a stupid moment, and it's really about my family, and it should have been their business and nobody else's, and everyone jumped up, and then when this. April woman came forward, it opened the floodgates. And then every girl I'd ever said, like, hey, you're pretty, or... He, he he talked to me. He complimented me once. Like everything yeah. got blown out of proportion. To, it made I'm a it, predator. Right. I'm, I'm an abuser, and that's what destroyed my career at the time. Gio like, said you kissed him in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. So uh, 
so now, as far as legally, was there any more investigation into whether or not you had actually assaulted her by the law at that point, or was, was all that stuff go away? I was never charged right. with anything. It was all Twitter charges, which is what's so scary about the world. We you could in. just say anything. Yeah, and so there was nothing. And so I, I hired a lawyer, and they knew my contract, and they knew the evidence, and we pursued it. And uh, I won a settlement. I can't really get into the details, but I won a settlement. And um, Defy got shut down <laughs> later, <laughs> karma. And, uh, yeah, I got to then uh, – part of that settlement was like, I'm going to be able to release all the evidence and talk about that. Right. And so I did. I dry, It took a while. It was a really dark period. I was – if I hadn't had my son, I really think I would have checked out. Like, everybody turned on me. Yeah. I was so – they say that, like, you'll learn who your friends are. but. Right. It's a dark lesson to learn. So we, we were talking about that earlier in the show. I who you would tr- I, who's who, going to turn who's on you first? Turn we don't know it's Spanish. <laughs> no way. Hundred <laughs> percent. What were you going to say? No, I was saying a, a lot of those people were people that you had brought into the business to begin yeah. with and helped them, you know, build their own careers. Uh, there and was, they just totally crapped on you. I'll, I, I've stopped caring, Mike. And it's like there's a guy Dan who who hates when I bring it up, but I literally the the girl he's with now hooked up, tried to hook up with me and wanted him. And I connected them. Yeah. This is a guy I've given him his girlfriend, his job, like everything, uh, thanks to me and my backing of him and supporting of him. And I thought we were friends. And the and I guess because his his girl feels embarrassed. So what is turned? They he, all turned. What do you mean they turned? Like they won't be your friend anymore? Or they went like with and said, him, hey, we saw Andy do some weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, I, it's a whole question of a, did I abuse my power? Like, yeah. was I using the fans as a, should I have done that? Even if I was single, right? Well, I, let's rephrase that. You are, I, I don't know. I don't think that if you have sex with a fan, you are using a fan. In a way, they're using you're you. being used. Like, Correct. They don't know you. They see you as a personality, and they want to get closer to you, and then you say, okay, well, that doesn't make you using them. Now, uh, you know, employees and people that work for you that may be in a position where they feel like if I don't do something, those are the people that have to, uh, that, that may have a, a, a case. You know? Did you ever force any employees to take out the trash at your home? No. <laughs> no? That, that, but I, you just said it. That was the line, right? Did I force any employees or any fans to do anything for anything else? I think that that is the line. I, I think, and I, I got well, the so line's hit. even blurrier than that. It is. If but you, if for you, me, you that's my to, line. You don't have to force them, but if you can, if you can imply that there is some sort of negative re- karma that's going to yeah. come back on them if they don't. That's really all you need at like this imply point. imply they need to clean up the garage outside. Right. Because there's a guest yeah. coming right. the next day. Yeah. Dude, I'm doing this of my own free will, Joe. Yeah. You suggest things in the air and they right. just get done. Yeah. That. So that's that's where it makes it difficult because now in your mind you're like, I that was a pure suggestion that I was making, but they can take it and make it evil. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing about Louis C.K. is Louis, uh, after his first tour back, after his whole deal, was he got up on stage, I saw him, and he goes, so let me just say, if you ask somebody if you can masturbate in front of them, and if they say yes, still don't do it. <laughs> because he was like, I don't know, what more can I have done? I, I didn't ask them to touch me. I didn't want to touch them. I did my own thing and asked them if it was okay, and they all said yes. And then, uh, yeah, maybe See, a little but that, weird. That, that's an interesting debate, because there's one writer who's someone who... and Because I, I think Louis should... Let, he should get his life back, of course. Yeah. But there was one writer who was like, well, I felt like I had to say yes. But because why? I worked for him. Yeah. And if I said no, was he going to you know, tell me I'm wrong? And that's, that's the line that really challenged me because I'm like, I hear that side. I, I can sort of see where that's coming from. But at the same time, I'd want to talk more to Louie. Like, is she being honest? Like, was she more flirty? Like, what, what was the sn- But even There's if so she much was, nuance that I don't know. Even if she was, that whole feeling, I, who's to say? There's no... There's no uh, example to point out where where you say, well, 
Louis liked this girl and she didn't do anything and now he won't put her in any movies. Like, there's nobody stepping forward and saying that. There's no... Right. And I, I hope if Me Too proved anything, it's like, say no. Yeah. And if someone punishes you for saying no, expose that's, them. That's, that's them, really yeah. what we should be exposing. Yeah. So, uh, as a result, you pretty much, you, you bottomed out on this because not only yeah. did you lose your... Your job, but I moved you, to Tampa. You moved to Tampa. <laughs> yeah. You came here where all rejected uh, men. Hollywood to Tampa, yeah. Yeah, baby. I gotta say, I like. I've, I've grown to love Tampa. I really didn't think I would like. Tampa, what did you bring you here into this area? My my ex had a family had a family here, here okay. and yeah, I did, I was like, you get to pick. I've destroyed everything. I'm not gonna fight you on this one. And it was cheap. It was cheap then. My God. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish I'd bought my I bought a house then. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I know you don't want to talk too much out of respect for your for your ex wife and your kid, but I just want to know. Was she devastated, or was she like, okay, this? Did she feel that like your marriage was not that good anymore? Like, was it? It was it. Hard I mean, to be... I gave her plenty of reasons to be devastated. Okay. <laughs> did you come clean that. about everything when you told I, her? Yeah, I, I felt like I had. You didn't go with it. It was just one time. I did, and yeah. then I didn't, and then I, and then it, I had to, because I was like. I wanted to try and fix or at least give her that, and I didn't want something else to come out. You right. know what I mean? At that point, I was extremely on- excuse me, honest, but who's going to believe me when you just learned for 16 years you've been right. a cheater? Yeah, yeah. All right. So so I can understand where she would be coming from on that. Yeah. So how uh, do you no, start? No disrespect at all. I, I, yeah. No, she's yeah. got Look, I, we're telling one side of the I'm story. I'm a scumbag, here. and I will always be a scumbag to her, and I understand that, and I've, I will accept that. But at the same time, I've learned I have to I have to move on and forgive myself as well. Yeah, and do you, oh, I mean, look, I guess you could have gone about it. You could have ended the marriage, but clearly, if you were doing this multiple times outside of it, it doesn't necessarily make you. I don't think a scumbag. It makes you have to say, you know, I'm not as happy in this marriage as I thought I was. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes me weak and selfish. Is that really that may be true. Uh, that may be true. Weak is something we all or we all suffer from because we have we're penises. Human. Yeah, yeah. Uh, women. I don't know. They're pretty solid. Ah, oh, no, that's not true. I knew a couple of weak whores. Yeah. yeah, that's true. My bad. I, I forgot about that. All right, so so uh, how do you begin to rebuild after this? Yeah, I mean, it was tough. It was brutal. I met an amazing woman here, uh, started a new family here, uh, and so that helped. Uh, I cre- I met some really wonderful, supportive friends here when I moved to Tampa. People who believed are like, you know, let's... Hey, you jumped right back into another relationship? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's all... I'm happy I did it, and I have an amazing... Uh, we have a three-year-old. It's, he's the, it's such a joy. I did not expect to happen, but I've learned that's really something I wanted, and I'm Do happy th- with. You, I love my family. That's I'm that's the thing. You're probably in a in a better place because of what you've been through, and it probably helps you to be a better husband now. Yeah, I mean, it just also makes me don't want to screw it up again. You know, yeah. do it, do it, do it right this time. And I think it helps me ground it. I'm I'm also I work a lot, and so that's also she's okay with that. Um, and it's we, we're a good team in that regard. And uh, yeah, I mean that was part of the rebuilding. As I, 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 the hardest thing I actually just, I just posted a video about it where I, I shared a moment that I never thought I was going to share, which was me debating whether when I go back online, because right. I knew as soon as I go back online and face this annoying social media mob, they're going to rip me apart. And it's like, do I want to put myself through it? I had sort of just. Like, well, I guess I'm never making content again, which is I'm really good at. I'm never going to be online again, I guess, whatever. Maybe I'm going to be happier being off Twitter. And actually, I was. But there was a point where I'm like, I have, this is what I know how to do. This is how I know how to support my family. And so I chose to go back online and post my settlement, post my video. And it, it took the Johnny Depp trial to finally 
get Let redemption people know back. That uh, now you have somebody that's way more famous. You have somebody who is, um, you know, listen, it's funny because we talked about Kathy Griffin off, off the air calling Johnny Depp a booze yeah. bag. Ugh. Johnny Depp is a booze bag. Yeah. And uh, he does drugs, admittedly, and does all this stuff. He's a partier. Let's not shame that. Yes. Well, but uh, exactly. <laughs> a lot of alcohol. And so like, what he, a, he's he's living a life all, a lot of us really are jealous of. We I know a few booze bags. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't shame the booze bags. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, to see this play out live and say, well, man, Johnny Depp seems like a good guy, but he's a booze bag, so maybe he did have moments where he was nuts and he hurt this woman and blah, blah, blah. And then I, there's very few people that walked away from that trial and went, yeah, Johnny Depp's a bad person. We all went, Johnny Depp got screwed on that. His yeah. reputation, he lost millions of dollars because of a psychotic woman who most likely made up lies about him. And, uh, and well, he, we can say she did now. The jury is, don't, don't be nervous to say that, Mike. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not nervous. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get you. You said alleged, but no, the jury said she did. She did, yeah. So, so, um, you know, we have to we have to understand that although there are plenty of uh, people and women and men and all that who've been in a situation where they are 100% correct and they were abused and assaulted and put in uncomfortable situations, there are others who've seized that opportunity to advance uh, their careers, to uh, get into the spotlight, or or may have been under the impression that something bad went down and when in reality it did not. I think that happens a lot more. I think because of what, what people see in the media, they go, Oh, I was uh, I was assaulted or I was abused. And you're like, you weren't you weren't abused. Like all these young these young kids say I was abused when I was a kid. You weren't abused. Abused kids got uh, lit cigarettes put out on them and beat up every night. Those are abused kids are yelled at and told that they, they sucked. Those are abused kids. Not a father who punished you one time. That's not being abused. So uh those this trial shows that guys like you out there fell into the uh, into the trap and were uh, thank- thankfully you were vindicated. Yeah, I mean, just, we can't believe all women. We have to believe everybody is really what the reality is, and we should believe women, but we should also believe men. And we well, should like believe you said, due, due process. process. Yeah, that's the that's what this country is based on. The opportunity where if you are accused of something, to go through a trial and give yourself the opportunity to uh, prove your innocence. However, we all also don't have Johnny Depp's bankroll. Yeah. So it's it makes it impossible sometimes for us to do that because. Uh, you know, Andy doesn't have no, uh, at least I, I don't know ten million dollars in the bank that he could waste on a uh, yeah. On, Although on Johnny had to sell his island, so he started. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Johnny. That's Poor. But I was going to say, what's, you, you're all you're so spot on. But I do, and I wasn't trying to call you out, but I I, I want to make a point of like the media right now yeah. is trying to make it seem like he allegedly won, and I think it's so scary the state of the culture war that's brewing, <laughs> where it's like a jury of seven heard the evidence. They did not believe her. They said she defamed him. Right. That is now it, what it is. Yeah. So I, 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 the jury who sat there and listened to yeah. every yeah. ounce of and, the and testimony. And if you listen to the media right now, yeah. they are not accepting it. And like, well, you know, he won in the U- he lost the UK trial, which was a farce. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it, we we have to be careful out there. It's really and I see I'm being called a misogynist, and I had a lot of I, the one thing I wanted to say. I'm sorry to hide it, but good? there was a moment where when she went on the stand, Amber Heard. I was really bothered, and I, I one of our community people on Telegram and our Popcorn Planet community was like really sad, and she's like, as a victim, like I'm really upset, and I was like, you know what? I'd love for you to call in if you're brave enough to share that story, and yeah. she did, and then I had dozens of women call in, and it brought me to tears listening to these women share their stories of abuse and actual actual victims. At no point did I did not believe them, right? And then we had just watched Amber like share this story, which we all should have been like at home going like, "Oh my God, like 
I'm so with you, girl. Like, yeah. what a monster. And I, instead, we're all like, what is this performance? Like, yeah, the inconsistencies and, it, and the, the Niles and the things you're and making it hurts, up. it hurts the real victims. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's, they that's become, what this is about. Yeah, they become That's uh, where the anger should be. What's yeah. that? Toward, the anger should be towards that, that it's hurting actual victims yeah. who have gone through that stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get, exactly. And yeah. it's like, and, and it's like, it's turning political or like, you're all Trump-loving conservatives no. supporting Johnny. Dude, I had like, Diverse liberal women calling in every day supporting this guy, not because they're stands, because they're victims. Yeah. And they saw Amber as their abuser. And yeah, I, you I, know, if you've been through something and you see somebody on TV that's lying, you go, I've, I've been through this. That person has not done this. They don't, I can tell by the way she's saying it that she doesn't believe it or she doesn't. Yeah, uh, well, uh, we've learned that Amber Heard is a uh, bad actress also. Can't cry. Did you see that clip? They oh. literally, as she couldn't cry, her acting coach came on and said, Yeah, she does. Ironically, have, a, have trouble crying. <laughs> like, oh. It was like all of it just kept hitting her. It was well, I know she's unreal. been edited out of Aquaman totally yeah. now. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah I probably not confirmed, but I hope it's. Yeah, true. I hope they it's also true. were like, uh, "How can we get her out of this movie? She stinks." <laughs> and then they then that rolled in. Um, oh damn it! I just lost my train of thought. Oh, so I love that the other lawyer's name was, was it Rottenbottom? Rottenborn, yeah, Rottenborn. <laughs> and now Johnny kept using that Mr. when he thought Rottenborn. Of it. Mr. Rottenborn. <laughs> that was that I thought was funny. They had a good toe to toe. There were some fun moments. I don't think Rottenborn was. I just think he didn't want to be there, but he he knew he had a job to do. <laughs> yeah. And I don't see him doing a publicity tour like Elaine's doing right now, trying yeah. to justify it. So I don't got a beef with him. I think he, he you could just see on his face like well that uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go against this America's favorite pirate. Johnny's attorney Camille. You know now everybody's trying to discredit her by saying, well obviously she must have slept with Johnny, and that's why they've got like a romantic relationship. In the meantime, she totally owned these other attorneys the entire time. Yeah, where does that come from that everybody's assuming because she's pretty that they yeah. were having a relationship? Yeah. Like, is there any other evidence to assume that? They I mean, were they sharing were hold- candy. Yeah, they were Carmen, sorry. Yeah. What no, were they doing? They were, like, sharing candy. And they like, held hands. Like, were they both licking a candy cane? <laughs> no. Or was it, here, you want a Starburst? I'll have a Basically Starburst. Basically that, yeah. yeah. They were very touchy as well. Yeah. All right, I have a question. What about the cocaine? Yeah, I mean, did she do the cocaine or not? I, there was a moment through the stand where she paw, like she got it, she sniffed. Her yeah, I, 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 didn't think that was... I think what she was trying. I, I, someone told me a makeup person. I think she snorted something to make her cry, and it didn't work for real. Because she's dead inside. Uh, <laughs> that was the yeah. quote, and I was like, I believe that last, yeah. last because insane. I think that was more like. Oh, you know what it's like you, to be dead I inside. Yeah. <laughs> that's so. That's years. so risky, though. Knowing you're on TV and everybody's watching yeah, if you. It's, if it's yeah. on your, if it's on your the fingertips and you go like this, you know, yeah, yeah, so, I guess. So, what was it, methane or, or something that the makeup said there is something she could have snorted to attempt to try to yeah, tear it up. force it out. I, I'm going to tell I, you right now, I watched it a bunch of times, and I'm a person that gets a runny nose in one nostril for yeah. some reason. And when I do that, I have to hold the one nostril and snort in the other one to try and get it to back up. And that's exactly what it looked like to me, that she was just kind of doing one of those. Yeah, I but she's she's... She, I, I, allegedly, I'll say this one. She she's knows how to snort. Oh. We had an actor, Stephen Crowley. I'm sure I can get him on your show, too. Yeah. He was in Never Back Down with Amber, and he started telling the stories about her sniffing yeah. the stuff. She likes the white. Which she's denied, right? She's like, I didn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But come on. I, I've, I had so many sources reaching out to me telling me the truth about Amber and her drug use, the parties with Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that she just wanted to hide yeah. from the public. Little Tootsky. Yeah. You know about Elon Musk. Love child, right? With her, did you have you guys with her? So her child, Una. The speculation is the speculation warning. So it was as we say on my show, uh, Elon's the father. They they were fighting over frozen embryos. 
What? Um, so why can't they just give a paternity test and, and get mean, all the... They couldn't even get him to depose him. How are they going to get a paternity yeah. test from... <laughs> Dude, oh, that's true. He's flying but, off to space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't get him out. <laughs> That's true. That's why he's building a. a, yeah. a can, get, can we get Mari to go over to, to test SpaceX? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. Um, okay, so uh, so what's the next thing on the horizon that you think you're going to keep an eye on? It's weird because I, I I get stressed about that because I'm like, oh god, we were so successful and that's all gonna, the floor's going to drop and what do we do? Uh, and uh, but my my uh, partner Jami always is telling me like, you never know. Like, who would have thought Will Smith was going to go up there and slap? Oh, no, yeah. oh, one of the greatest like, moments in the history of television. I, I can't tell you what's next because tomorrow, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Well, I know you guys. OJ Simpson will rob a bank. I don't know, and we'll, we'll, be, we'll be on again. You had a but lot that, of great coverage when the Brian Laundry thing went down. Yeah. There was good stuff there. Yeah, I mean, we're covering the Alec Baldwin case. Yeah. Like that's on deck. Oh, Everyone yeah. wants me to cover Marilyn Manson. <sighs> I don't know. Did I, you I, watch that show? The the one that had the. Uh, What's it, Rachel Lee Cook? Evan Rachel Evan Wood. Evan Rachel yeah. Wood, True whatever. Blood? No, no, no. The Phoenix no. thing. I, I, I have a person, a friend who's just, uh, no, she's adamant Marilyn's innocent. I've had her on. I hear her out. I just don't know. Even when I've heard it all, I just feel like there's some, I feel like in that is one of those situations where I'm like, I don't really trust either of them. I, I watched the show. I don't know him. I watched a show that was a documentary from her side, okay? And they went through the whole thing with her mother and how... Uh, she was in a movie where she played a uh, younger person who was sexually active, and that's when he was attracted to her. And it was just a lot of speculation and, and things yes. to just say without backing it up. So then her big first big thing came, and she said they filmed the video, and in the video they were supposed to be they, they were supposed to be having simulated sex. But he gave her some drugs beforehand that they had done drugs plenty of times yes. together before, and then during the video shoot they had real sex. And that was the way. And I'm like, how many times did you do drugs and have sex with this guy? Like, that time was any different than the other ones? I didn't feel like, and I don't really love Marilyn Manson. He seems like a creep to me, and he freaks me out with those stupid eyes and all that. So if if you, but he, it didn't, come, from her side of the story, it didn't come across like he had done anything wrong. So I'm like, I don't know if I'd buy this. I'm exactly where you're at. I'm like, yeah. it's such a complicated one that if they do a trial, I'll cover it sort of like, and like, oh, let's watch together because right. I don't know. But I, I, there are some people who are very adamant he's innocent. I'll, I'll hear it out. I'm not going to say anything negative or positive about it just because I don't feel like I know enough. I don't like also, I don't like this whole grooming term. I, if I meet a girl and she's uh, yeah. hot and I go, you are really hot. And she's like, well, I'm only 17. I go, and I go, well, call me when you're 18. That doesn't make me a bad guy. That makes me say I'm, I'm going to wait and do something when it's legal. You're just calling dibs. Yeah. yeah, and this is this is also also somebody who met his wife when she was seventeen. Uh, oh, I met my wife at a nightclub in, called Jammins in Clearwater Beach. She was in the club where it was twenty one and up because it was a full alcohol bar, of course. I was there for a gig at work, and uh, we she had a boyfriend at the time, so we exchanged numbers and information. But uh, I never did anything, didn't kiss, and uh, and then uh, years later. We were in contact again, and she was well over 18 at that point. But at that time, I didn't know, and she was in a club that was 21 and up. I, what yeah. do I, but I would have said to her, matter. but it does matter because I, I, I'm to assume logically that a girl who is in a club that checks IDs to be 21 should be 21 at least. And then, uh, uh, you know, when I found out years later how old she was, what if I found out that night and I was like, "Ooh, you're too young, but you're hot. Call me when you're 19." Does that make does that is that grooming? Now, if I called her every month and said, "Don't forget me," that's yeah. a different story. But you told her to call you when you, when he, when she broke up, and she did, and she did, yeah. and she is did. That, does yeah. that consider grooming? Now it is culturally. Now, yes. Back then, no. But now, I yes. said to her, 
Call me when you're of age and single. How much better of a guy could I have been? <laughs> Listen, I I, I agree with you, but the problem and is... And then I married her and, and made two beautiful children. Yeah. yeah. You but, shut your mouth. I, listen, I don't disagree, but the issue is now you have people that will use that as a way to either get money out of you or ruin your career. And I they can, put all my other 16-year-old girlfriends aside. <laughs> and you're a good guy, Watch. and I agree. Yeah, very nice. yeah. well, it's happening right now. There's, I was looking it up. Carrie Fugu, Fugiyama? He did, did, did True uh, true Detective. Yeah. He's dragging a bunch. But a Rolling Stone piece came out where women are, like, sharing the DMs because he's a single guy who likes to hook up with his hot extras. Yeah. And Rolling Stone's now calling him a predator, all the things you're saying. And it's like, I, I read this article fuming. I'm like, what, like what? stop screwing the director if you don't want the drama. Like, yeah, yeah. but also... The, <laughs> like, yeah, you're I, all adults. You're I, not, I, I get it And they do this thing, they call them girls, where yeah. I'm like, you right. are a woman. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's, let's call it what it is, you know? If you're a director and you're screwing extras, you open yourself up to that because you're now people are thinking, well, what is he promising them? What is he saying? Not that he shouldn't be able to do it, but he's got to think now in this society that that could be the case. But also, why did he want to be in entertainment? Why do, why do rock stars want to be in men? Well, we're doing this because of meet girls. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if it's consensual and they're adults, yeah. why is it our business? That's what, so If they're offering a job, like you said, then it's one thing. Right. If it's like, no, you got to suck, suck, do this or whatever for, yeah, if you want yeah. the part. You got me very nervous. <laughs> I got excited. He's like, ooh, he's going to do it. (laughs) That's how Carmen got this job. Allegedly. Well, the one I was going to say, the one that we've covered, and I'm doing it again, which I'm curious you're saying, is the Michael Jackson case. What do you you think of Michael Jackson, Mike? I have to tell you, as somebody who watched all of the the new stuff and then the first round of the stuff, I mean, I, I think there's too many things. Once you heard about the Jesus juice and him showing them pictures of naked women and all that stuff. False. Uh, false really? that ever happened. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't there for any of this stuff, and I don't know. But that kind, of, that kind of stuff to me seems like something. I believe Michael Jackson is is perpetually a child because he lost his childhood. I don't make. I don't think that that makes it okay for him to have sleepovers with little kids and stuff. But I understand why also he had never false. Been, what, what do you mean? I'm uh, Geo. I'm going to connect you with Taj Jackson, his okay. nephew, and I'm going to give you a couple documentaries. They're short. I'm By the way, Mike, I don't trust a Jackson I am, to give me information I'm, about why I, Michael I didn't Jackson. Either. Yeah. I didn't either. I'm, it's going to blow your mind. Tell Mike. me a little why. Why it's going to blow your mind? Do you not have sleepovers? If you watch the doc, and our viewers watch the video Square One uh-huh. on YouTube, it completely changed. I was like, whoa. The first person who came forward was the father, who was a scumbag. Yes. Who made, it was very was, clear. About the first Jordan Chandler, right. yeah, his yeah. father. That's what opened the floodgates. Every other case, I was always told by the media, it was like Johnny Depp in a way. Like When that person came forward, current event, current, uh, current affair, current affair, they yeah. were like, we'll pay you $500,000 if Michael touched mm-hmm. you. There, I'm telling you, there was no, I've looked at it, there's no evidence. Now, I was with what? you. I watched that uh, Martin Bashir documentary right. where I'm like, as a father, I'm like, oh my God, screw this creep. Why is he sleeping with these kids in the bed? Go listen to Macaulay Culkin. Go listen to Taj, who was in that bed. This was a, a, play, like a playroom, game room, TVs, bunk beds, couches they were watching falling asleep to. Is it still weird a little bit? Yes. Yeah. But it was they, they keep calling it sleep with a sexual, is what Taj really has told me over and over again. He's like, it was never sexual. We, well, not with we Taj, because he was his cousin or whatever it he was. He was there. He's also an abuse victim. I'm yeah. telling you, I thought that too. We did two videos on my other channel, Hugging the Cactus, where he, I, I, he let me ask him anything. And he also and has he, nothing I, to hide at this correct. point, because he can't get anything from Michael correct. by defending him. He makes no money. He might make more money if he came out and was telling a story about correct. how he was molested. And, so, and then you look at Leaving Neverland, and the two people that came forward literally perjured themselves. Yeah. That 
that guy is a despicable human being. I'm telling you, it's everyone just is like, yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael. I think it's heartbreaking what we've done to Michael. Is it possible that Michael, though, was a child molester and just didn't molest all these kids? Why wouldn't a single kid come forward that actually that happened Well, because to? they're kids. They're adults and, now. Uh, yeah, but they, are they, they aren't out for it as adults. What they are the payouts for then? The, These two are trying to track a book. They're the only two. They tried to get the first kid to come out. He won't because he does, I don't believe he, he believes it happened. But in this society, if you're going to come out, you might as well make some money off it. So Correct. these kids writing and a they, book doesn't make them bad to write the book if they're going to well, tell I mean, the story. They came out when he's dead and he can't sue uh, him for defamation. Yeah. They, they, and, and what's so crazy is that guy, uh, Wayne, or sorry, what I'm, I'm forgetting his name. I wasn't prepared. No, that's right. But he, he was trying to do the Cirque du Soleil Vegas show. He was wanted to go to the funeral. He wanted to do all this stuff. He didn't get the gig. Mm. When he didn't get the gig that's and the Jackson mad, Estate yeah. was, was not paying him, oh, I'm shopping a book. Mm. And then when the book didn't happen... Oh, Leaving Neverland. And then you want to know who helped with the Leaving Neverland and made it popular? Oprah. Oh, when I start talking about Oprah and the shady stuff Oprah does? Oprah was there trying to, was like, to the kids, to the Jackson kids, we love you. I want to be your first interview. Michael was the best. He's so innocent. That woman is a snake. And she was out there using Michael's after his death. I'm Holy. telling you, Michael Jackson, part two, when you bring me back. I'm like, this is Andy Signore. Find his website, Popcorn Planet. Uh, you can Google it and all this stuff will come right up. Uh, pleasure to have you on. Good pleasure to meet to be you. Here. I, for I, me. I do like to talk about these things, so we yeah. definitely would like to have you back on the Anytime, show. Anytime, my man. Uh, we got to wrap it up, as you can see. We've talked once again for too long. <laughs> um, tomorrow is Thursday. Anything I need to know about tomorrow besides a open letter rewind Spanish? Uh, no, sir. And then Friday, obviously, is Mike Cannon. Friday, Mike Cannon will be in the studio with us. Hanging out tomorrow. We'll have uh, more tickets and stuff to give away for you for Molly Crew. Uh, find us at uh, Instagram at the Mike Alta Show. And I don't know. That's it. I think I wasn't prepared to end the show right now. You feel it's anticlimactic? Well, there's just so few of them left. Yeah. Seems like there's Keep more going. left. Yeah. Plus, I have things I want to talk. I can talk to them off the air, Carmen. You're good. I don't want to impede that. Wait a minute. Okay. Damn it. We'll see you guys tomorrow, Andy. Thank you. Have a great day. Goodbye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.